781 21st Street on the corner of 21st and Florida. Uh, if you're hungry, there's also some great uh, stuff across the street. Stuff. <laughs> stuff. You have to guess <laughs> Meaning, what it is. Meaning uh, pupusas. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's different, or has that always been there, those awnings? No, see, no, that's always been there, and I know that for a fact. I'm a you know why? Because it's still, it's, um, it's still light out. And I feel like a lot of times when I look out, by the time I look out... Isha, it's been darker today than it has in the last two months. <laughs> like, it has been brighter than this. I'm totally the out of it. The whole summer that we've been yeah. here. I this is like up. the darkest. I can't keep up. But anyways, um, I feel like getting pupusas eventually. Not tonight, but... I was going to say, you just <laughs> ate a pupusa. I know. But uh, those Don't pupusas much. are delicious and... Um, there's, um, we don't do the cafe anymore. That's a question we get asked pretty often. Do you still have a cafe? Because people would come in. It's on our, uh, if you check into our radio station, it still says Mutiny Radio. We used to be PCR Collective. We yeah. used to be Pirate Cat Radio. But we don't do that anymore. We are the Mutiny Radio Gallery. I think that's what we're branding ourselves as now. And we're doing pretty damn well. And our podcasts are being put up pretty, pretty uh, recently, like pretty much after it airs. And we haven't had that in a while. Yeah. And it's something to be... It's good changes. It's, it's positive change. It's, yeah. it's been a long time coming, that's for sure. But um, yeah, and there's some, some great shows on the station as well. I don't know how, how Pam does it, but she finds people that have something that they want to talk about every week just similar to what we do but not always so similar they make fun it's comedy right it's comedy related there's a lot of comedy shows now um there's a lot of music shows too it's just we don't necessarily meet everybody who comes through the doors anymore it used to i feel like i used to be more kind of involved in that way but it's hard to keep up with all the changes. Yeah. But um, at least, you know, she knows that we've been here for a while. And I've been here for God knows how long. Five years. Oh my God. Five years. And um, we have our new website is going to be launching, too. There's like a Mutiny Radio 2.0 coming out at some point. So that'll be exciting. exciting. And I think we'll get like our own pages and stuff like that for the show and we have our our facebook page which i guess we can probably start using (laughs) again because for a while we just unless people were begging us about it we pretty much just it's hard to do social media marketing yeah especially when you have a job (laughs) when you have a full-time job but you know what it's becoming uh, you can major on that now, so we could always. I mean, we're not gonna hire anybody for it, but I've got no money yet. Somebody's going to school and they want to practice on some social media marketing. There's always sounds from the street at right uh, and radio. And also, hopefully, we'll have somebody or we'll be able to learn the RSS feed, like how it updates, um, how it's embedded into the website. That whole thing—that's okay. like a foreign language to me, but I did it once successfully i was able to 
you know, the podcasts were uploading through the RSS feed. I'm not sure if it's, maybe it's doing that again now. Oh, I remember they were available in iTunes. That's what it was. You could go to iTunes and be able to download the show directly from iTunes. The last time I checked, that wasn't necessarily current, but um, actually I should probably check into that um, this weekend. But um, the best website to check out is uh, pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm. That's probably the best website to check. And all of our podcasts, I want to say, from the past six months are on there. But all of our older shows are, are still exist as well. They're just... In a different place. They're in a special in another secret dimension. file yeah. storage <laughs> unit. <laughs> Someday we'll... we'll Get them out of the whatever they are. Yeah. Make them public again. Mm-hmm. Be embarrassed. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we we're had just some good shows back then. Yeah, we just. Um, I feel like we've pretty much done everything except for maybe remote. The whole remote broadcasting thing is kind of foreign to me. I think that would be a little bit more involved because we would have to trust the person who's here. Yeah. <laughs> and we've pretty much been doing the show together, so it would be be kind of weird to do it that way but yeah, you never know it. eventually down the line maybe we'll get more interns at <laughs> some point when was the last time we had an intern that was like two or three years ago yeah. right definitely more than two years ago that was a while ago that was another lifetime but anyways we do have some news as we usually do my enemy app currently works um, so it has a current story about Robert Pattinson, who's a rebel without a pulse. I don't know if you knew that. Ah, but, um, that's what we call him. Uh, his, so they talk about the Twilight Saga and his latest film, Life, the story of a photographer's friendship, friendship with James Dean. And you know that James Dean was bisexual, right? I did not know that. Thank you. I learn something new every day. Is, is his latest attempt to move on from the vampire franchise. Um, and then he says, I'm the most uncomfortable person in the world. And he's talking about what made him write for the part of Dennis Stock, the celebrated American photojournalist he plays in his new movie, Life. It's what made him wrong for the part of James Dean, Stock's friend and most famous subject. Pattinson and Dean might have a sudden discombobulating rise from obscurity to international teen idolhood in common, but it says much about where the 29-year-old's head is at that he saw more of himself in an intense, insecure young photographer struggling for validation and recognition. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Dean is played by Chronicle star Dane DeHaan as a man with unflappable confidence in himself his art and his image. Whether he's smoking a cigarette or slumped on a table, every, every movement is made with effortless, insouciant control. Ooh, I'm learning new words. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a lot of hard vocabulary words in this, <laughs> like SAT shit. I love words. Stock, by contrast, was someone who is uncomfortable in every aspect of his life. He always thinks he's supposed to be doing something else or he's doing something wrong. He was a James Dean super fan, but he also wanted to take Dean's power and own it somehow. And that's how you feel when you're comfortable with yourself and what you do. 
We meet in a five-star hotel on the outskirts of Belfast, where he's currently shooting The Lost City of Z, a 1920s set adventure movie about the search for a mythic Amazonian city. I want to go. <laughs> no, you don't. He's grown. <laughs> Camping all over the place. He's grown an era-appropriate beard for the role, and you imagine the dramatic change in appearance comes in handy for civilian life, too. In person, he's twitchy and self deprecating always ready to laugh at himself but never completely at ease shifting restlessly around in his chair and wiping the foam from his whiskers between slurps of coffee oh so that's why it looks like there's snot drilling down <laughs> the picture is pretty funny uh, we talk about the impact Dean had not only on his craft but on the youth culture of the 1950s and beyond and I venture that many young actors must secretly dream of achieving something similar Pattinson seems horrified by the idea it's taken me a really long time to find out what my voice is he admits or even if I had the right to say anything at all even at school when my drama teacher told me I don't think you should do the creative subjects that had a massive impact on me, but I had to go to an out-of-school drama club because I didn't feel like I was worthy of the school play. A lot of people, when they're really young, tend to be like, I've got something to say and I want everyone to hear it, but I've never wanted anyone to hear what I'm saying because it's probably stupid. Oh, he's pretending to be shy. Or maybe he really is in real life. Stop making God. me like Robert Pattinson. I know. Yeah. That's why I had to read the story. I'm not going to read the rest of it because it goes on and on and on. But it might. Feelings. It's, it sounds like it might be interesting and at least a good change of pace for his yeah. career. Kinda, anyway. I kind of want to watch a movie now. So good job yeah, advertising the, that. <laughs> the life of, of James Dean is pretty interesting. I don't know yeah. how I. I think, no, I read a book about it, I think. You know a lot about James Dean. I, I must have read a book about him For at some point. For a girl in her 20s. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I was reading something online, but it was like, yeah, he was like, you know, Cary Grant was also bisexual, and you just wouldn't know that unless, you know, you watched you the documentary. You looked into it. Unless you were there. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, and then there's a visual or a picture of that. Yeah, that's James Dean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't play James Dean, though. He plays the photographer. He plays the photographer, yeah. The other guy, though. Oof. I want a two for the price of one. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a duo. It's a duo. Uh, I have Brian and Eno. Sorry. I'm used to saying Eno, and I want to say his name, last name how I want to say it. But it's Eno. Brian Eno. Eno. Um, Brian Eno explores John Peel's archive, uh, discusses the Velvet Underground and Peel lecture video. Also reflects on the time Peel played the f a Fripp and Eno album backwards on air. This is out of the pitchfork. Tomorrow, Brian Eno will deliver his year's John Peel lecture, an annual event in which a keynote speaker makes a speech on his musical subject of their choice. Ahead of his lecture on the ecology of culture, Eno visited Peel acres the radio dj's expensive archive as part of the bbc's coverage he discusses um hearing the velvet underground for the first time on peel's show in 1967 as well as the time peel played fripp and eno's evening star album in its entirety backwards live on air you can watch the four minute clip below this is again at a pitchfork pitchfork.com 
According to the BBC's description, Eno's lecture will seek to demonstrate how the whole complex of individuals and institutions engaged in culture, artists, broadcasters, gallerists, promoters, DJs, managers, lawyers, fans, are symbolically connected parts of a, uh, a single huge organism which we call culture. He will outline some of his thinking on this very unpredictable ecology and explore the interconnective relationships between the elements and components that combine the uh, to create our culture and show how cultural processes confer essential and important benefits on society. And you can watch this uh, either at bbc.com or you can just go to pitchfork.com where I'm getting uh, the same news clip. What do you think? Interesting. I didn't know they uh, had that going on where you can pick like a subject and just a keynote speaker, speaker just kind of decides to explore mm-hmm. a certain subject whatever they want that's pretty yeah cool. and i feel like they have those or i became more familiar with those through like uh, <coughs> apple kind of does those things where they're teaching you or telling you about something new that's going on with them yeah there's so much context context yeah. no content sorry content too because <laughs> um it's like pitchfork has something going on bbc has something going on and then it's like there's too much so yeah. it's I mean it's hard to keep up with it but at least I try to keep up with um, with whatever Pitchfork has going on because I have them on my it's so easy because it's on Facebook so it's kind of like mm-hmm. and South by Southwest has not only does it have the music portion but it has like yeah. the tech thing kind of involved with it right yeah and then there's another um, tech related festival that's happening I think next week in San Jose uh, called C2SV mm-hmm. or I forgot what that stands for SV stands for Silicon Valley um, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't familiar Convergence I think that's what it stands for Convergence to San Jose whatever <laughs> but um, I saw the I didn't recognize any of the bands that are playing there I think they focus more on up and coming you know electronic relevant music? artists is it uh, all electronic probably but in the past they've done like Le Boucherette's, um one of Terry's projects was there um, they've done you know different things in the past but this year it looked like oh maybe it's maybe nuts. it's not worth it yeah it's like do I want to go there but I think it's interesting what they're what they're doing you know kind of bringing the tech thing with music or somehow interweaving the two things there I don't know how that's going to work out, but, and then I think last weekend they had the TBD festival, which is right. still relatively new as well, but then Was they, it Echo and the Bunnymen? Were they there? No. It was they just, they did like a small, short California tour. Okay. Like they didn't play in San Francisco, but they played uh, Sacramento. Then they played like Orange County. It's so weird that they didn't, they didn't I come know. here. I think they will <laughs> eventually. I was like, maybe I should go, but Sacramento is like two hours each way. You really have to be in it it's for the... It's hot, too. I mean, it, if it's hot here, I could just imagine the no. east of here. And it's like, we just went to we just went to Vegas. So I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I love them. <laughs> it's not going to happen this time, but I'm sure they'll be back. I mean, the show that we went to at the Regency sold out, so... You have to be on it. That was a memorable show, for sure. It was. I was I was ready to go to the tour bus after that. I know. You wanted to stay after. 
I was like, nope, sorry. Remember how you're, we have a life. You're, you're yeah. <laughs> my buzz is coming. Then I came to my senses. And um, Kelly, Kelly Stoltz opened for him, right? Yes. Yeah, that was... That was interesting. Who was the band who he he opened for another band? That he opened for the Breeders. Okay, that's right. But he instead of doing it acoustic, he had like an an, an actual band, an electric full-on yeah. band, and that was pretty good too, actually. I thought. Um, but um, in other news, one more news story from me. I didn't know this till just now. But Anton Corbin, I don't know if you know him. That's he's really well known for he photographed Joy Division like towards I want to say towards the end obviously they weren't around that towards long the end. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Joy Division also Depeche Mode he was associated with them for years uh U2 as well wait are you gonna tell me he passed away what he passed away who no he's directing the movie that Robert Pattinson is in. Oh. The one that I just talked about. Yeah. That's why I was like, why are they doing a Q&A with him? <laughs> but he's actually the director of the film. Wow. He also Good was the director of Control, the movie about, a movie about Joy Division. Joy Division right. So he also kind of crosses over between that, which is interesting. And they asked him a couple of questions. What made you want to tell the story of Dennis Stock and James Dean's friendship? The original attraction for me was the balance between a photographer and his subject because that's what I've been doing for 40 years. Yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting. What Have you ever had that relationship with anyone? I've had relationships with musicians like U2, Depeche Mode, and Michael Stipe from R.E.M. But in Holland in the early 70s, I met a piano player named Herman Brood, who I took a lot of photos of. Then he became Holland's biggest rock star. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everybody wanted to photograph him, which he loved and which I felt very uncomfortable with because I thought he was for me. Aw. <laughs> that's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> that's when I understood that this balance is not even. How did you cast the role of James Dean? Dane DeHaan took some persuading, but my friend Lars Ulrich from Metallica had cast him in 2013 concert film Through the Never, and that convinced him to meet with me. And that's the end of that. Which is, you know, that's kind of an, that makes me want to see the film actually even more. <laughs> there you go. Now, so. now we know our next outing is. Now we are. What to save up for? Because apparently, like a movie ticket is like thirty dollars. Costs now. at least thirty bucks. <laughs> Uh, I have uh, one more story, and that'll be the end. The end. Uh, British spies named massive online surveillance program after Radiohead's Karma Police. Sweeping program collected trillions of records on public's internet use. Britain's government communications headquarters, a UK government security and intelligence agency, has codenamed a sweeping surveillance program Karma Police after the Radiohead song. The intercept records, it was launched seven years ago without any public debate or scrutiny, according to the intercept, and built with the intent of secretly collecting information on the public's internet use. The program's existence was revealed in documents obtained by intercepts through former U.S. National Security Agency uh, subcontractor Edward Snowden, whose whistleblowing sparked a large debate about the the role in the government um, in surveillance. 
the intercept says the program's code name wasn't discussed in the documents, but that its goals were explicitly stated to provide a GCHQ with either A, a web browsing profile for every single user on the internet, or B, a user profile for every visible website on the internet. The metadata information was collected in bulk and analyzed afterwards for signs of conspiracy, uh, such as trying to track down the listeners on the internet radio station that frequently broadcasted re re recitations from the Quran. Uh, according to the internet, the program has begun between 2007 and 2008. More than 1.1 trillion records have been collected between August 2007 and March of 2009, with 50 billion records accumulating per day by 2012. Pitchfork has reached out to the Radiohead's representatives for comment, and that was the end of the story. I kind of wanted to see what they had to say about naming their spying on the public karma police. <laughs> They're um, just paranoid. They think they're still hit. <laughs> they're paranoid android. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's the name of one of their songs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I have something funny they're to tell idiotic. you later. <laughs> what? Off the air, just oh, okay. in case. Why? Is it dirty? It's Radiohead related. Ooh. But anyways, um, so Dead Cat Hat is here. We're going to do, uh, if you don't mind, a quick sound check for them. But in the meantime, we will play a couple songs. I do not mind. And um, I'm really interested in this movie. That was, like, really weird. We're going to go watch Aisha. It's going to happen. James Dean and his friend. That's the part wink, I'm interested wink, in. Wink, Friends with benefits. Sorry. Okay. My kind of friends.
start to cry Will I ever find the need to fight Holding on to every veil of This song is called Lincoln Town Car White 
coming into the studio shortly and if you're just tuning in you missed um, a great set of four songs back to back and we are looking forward to discussing I think that last song was probably my favorite track so far and I'm sure they're gonna let us know about any upcoming shows that they have if you have any questions you can give them a call 415-550-0511 again that's 415-550-0511 so tired
I'm sorry. Uh, I, you have a fader. It says a minute and 37 seconds. Uh, Is it wrong? I'm sorry. I, it could have been a weird you're thing. You're listening to some weird Electronic. Stuff. Remember the band Electronic? It was <laughs> Bernard Sumner from oh, New yeah. Order, his side project. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, that was... There might have been something in there. Yeah. Very unexpected. Okay. Have you guys ever seen New Order? Yes. I, I saw him with the Sugar Cubes and... Um, wow, that was... Sugar Cubes and PIL. Public Image. <gasps> yeah. Seen them. And uh, they were, they kind of sucked. But uh, Sugar Cubes are great. I mean, She's it was daytime and yeah, it was up at the shoreline right when it opened. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What what was year was that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was the one I got to. Not revealing 60, that. No. No. It was like 94. 90, no, okay. I remember because it was when uh, um, the, the compilation came out. What was that called? <laughs> Substance? Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, what, 93? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I think oh, 93. Are we allowed yeah. to say balls? On the are we on the Yeah, you, you are allowed to say yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever yeah. your heart desires. A friend of mine I, has an anecdote that I'm going to express Do here. it. Do it. We're she all about saw, it. We saw, uh, she saw, she tells the story of how she saw New Order, and she was, like, in the front row, and it was a very long time ago, and the, the lead singer... Don't know his name. Bernard Sumner. There you yeah. go. Yeah, guy. Sumner. So he's wearing white jean shorts that are really, really short. And yeah, his yeah. balls were yeah. sticking out of the short. And she's in the front row going like, holy shit. That must have been exciting. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's what you gave for her. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, when I think that's shaved balls, I think yeah. New Order. Yeah. That's the first thing that pops thing. in my head. Oh. Instagram pops comes to my head. You mean pops out. Something popped out. That's hilarious. Just wanted to say hi. Yeah. Well, we got the testy humor out of the way. That's good. Good. Yeah. 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 It's good to put that out there. If you're just... Drummer the mic. If you're just tuning in, Dead Cat Hat is here. And you guys just played a lovely four song set for us. Tell us a little bit about those songs. All right, cool. Well, uh, I'm trying to remember what we did play. I think we played a couple of, the first thing we did was off of our first record called Station Change. That song's called Pitcairn Island. And uh, it's just kind of this groovy uh, utopian idea of people getting on a sailboat and just firing the boss and leaving and just setting up their own life on it. Well, there's an island called the Pitcairn Island, where essentially that's what happened. The people that live there now are descendants of the crew that was on the uh, SS Bounty, mm. and uh, so that's the uh, Mutiny on the Bounty. Those yeah. are the people. Yeah, yeah. 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 My, right, Mutiny, yeah. exactly. So we're all done with that. We did not plan that at all. Yeah. So that's what that song's about. Apropos. Uh, I don't know, after that we did uh, a song that we're working on for a new record that we're making now, and that song's called uh, Shadowbox, and it kind of has three parts to it's, it. It's, well, it's a, it's a two-part trilogy. Oh, man. <laughs> is that a but the but the second song has is like two songs put in one song so that was that's kind of the trilogy right there right oh, welcome to my mind wow trilogy so yeah so yeah shadow box was the second one we played and that was uh actually when i was living out in the city in the early 90s um i came up with this riff and i would just practice with the riff and then i eventually had a reason to use it so Right on. Yeah. And how, how long have you guys been jamming together? Well, uh, funny you should mention that because uh, um, Pato and I started out as a, as a duet. 
And one of our first little gigs were, was right here when it was Pirate Cat Radio. Woohoo! So I guess things come History. full circle. <laughs> but we've all been playing collectively uh, for like three, About three or four years. 2011, I think. Yeah. yeah. Four years. Coming on the four years, wow. That was an interesting year, was it not? Yes, it was. <laughs> Just have to point it out. And where's the best website for people to find your music online or more about you guys in general? Well, if you go to deadcathat.com, our homepage has all the links to our, you know, we, we were on Facebook. We're actively on Facebook and Twitter a lot. Uh, but our music is on everything, Bandcamp, iTunes, Reverb Spotify, Nation. Reverb Nation, you know, and um, our shows get updated on Facebook, you know, if we have gigs coming up. Awesome. Do you guys have any shows coming up in San Francisco or Bay Area? Not out here anytime soon, no. Do you think we're really focusing that, like, on the album right now? Yeah, we've been working, well, like, Station Change was our first album and uh, that we've all put out, and um, we're kind of working, we had a live recording done about a year ago, no, six or months ago. six months ago, yeah. and uh, we're kind of, you know, mastering it, and all, we're in the process of doing that, and then we also have Up and Coming album coming out, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Is that what it's called? Upcoming album? Yeah, up and coming <laughs> album has no title yet. It's coming out. It's, it's upcoming, coming out. It's coming out, yeah. Uh, Thanks. This is Pato. When Alan and I got started, we, I played a banjo and we did kind of a, almost Americana versions of the songs that we were either, they were kind of Americana type songs or they weren't Americana songs, but just by virtue of having a banjo, they became kind of Americana sounding. And then, uh, and then once the whole band got together, we really kind of left the Americana sound. But uh, we had these songs, and it was like, I don't want to re let's not record these in a studio because they, they're kind of nasty old grindy, twangy Americana tunes. Let's just make a live record of that. So that's the, the whole point of the live record is just to capture those Americana tunes and then just be done with them. And so we're, we're busy not playing shows, actually, because so, we can try to get these albums out that we're working on right now. So in the works is the live record, and then around the corner will be uh, like another full length. Interesting. So would you say that each album has a different theme to it in terms of music styles? Or how, how does the style change? How has your music changed over time, I guess? That's my well, question. yeah, we are kind of going back and forth. We kind of started Americana. Then when we put out Station Change, I mean, I don't know how to describe that album. It's kind of all over the map. Uh, the live album is definitely going back to the Americana sound, and then the upcoming full length. Yeah, that's kind be, of continuing yeah. it'll what be Station Change you know, started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the new full length will be kind of a follow-up from the station change. More of the same. Um, that that kind of disco-type song we did will be on that new album, too. Woohoo! So what's that's all over the map. What's that song called again? We Like Our Freedom. Lincoln, Lincoln Town Car, White 1999. Lincoln yeah. Pepper And we won't tell you what it's about. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the reference to 99? Here's your chance yeah, to explain. I don't want to tell the story. All right, well, I okay, there was, there was some brides, and the bridesmaids were in their Lincoln Town Car uh, going across the, the uh, San Mateo Bridge, and uh, it caught on fire. So, so we wrote a song about it. And, and yeah, the driver just bailed and then didn't try to help out or anything. So I think there was actually 
the one survivor, I think. Yeah, I remember yeah. hearing about yeah. it. And so, Lincoln Town Car White, 1999. <laughs> it's really a celebration. We kind of give it away by, it's just, it's by it's, but we're scatting honoring, San Mateo Bridge. We're really yeah. honoring these women who died in the fire yeah. on San Mateo Bridge. In case there's anyone left listening. We, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we survived. We're honoring these people. We're the survivors. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Really I will survive. I want to be memorialized with the funk song. There you I think go. that's cool. It's a, pretty, yeah. it's a pretty good way to go. It's kind of yeah. like our version of burning down the house. Aisha was saying that. She was mentioning talking heads. I was like, wow, this sounds just like talking heads. Exactly. <laughs> like burning totally down legitimate. the house. You know? <laughs> so who, who would you say are your musical influences? Oh, God. Uh, the hard <laughs> questions. Yeah, really. It's, yeah, it's all over the place. Quiet. Yeah, the silence. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Microphones. I mean, we, we all kind of have different, like, you know, levels of, like, experience and training. Like, Mike's been playing in the area for, like, decades, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, me and Bonnie were, like, more classically trained musicians, so we kind of have that background. Uh-huh. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then Alan's kind of a punk rock Yeah, guy. I'm kind of a Gilman Street guy. And, um, and you know, got into the, you know, branched off into the... Uh, <laughs> The shoegazer type noise, you know, my blade valve, you know, the Brit pop stuff we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's kind of a whole subgenre for that now, isn't yes, there? Not? Yes, yes, there is. It's been going on. It's never went away, really. I yeah. mean, bands just kind of adopted it, and it's funny. You talk to these bands sometimes, and they have no idea what you're talking about. Brit pop, what's that? <laughs> All right. Oasis. <laughs> Remember them? <laughs> Slow dive. Yes. Right. And I just play drums. No, he's no, wait, he's, he's a he's a <laughs> excellent drummer. No, still Steve here. Glover. I like to do all kinds of different things. Drum wise, I think your heart is in the ska, right? Is that that? Well, when I'm dancing, your roots, yeah. your roots. <laughs> That's when the only I'm way. I'm gonna, yeah, are you are you familiar with the selector? Because we went to see oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty awesome. And Girl power. Was that Santa Cruz, right? No, they were here in the city at the Regency. They do a lot of they did a lot of revival shows about what like a year or two ago. Yeah, they were they, over the place. They had Lee Scratch Perry. I think it was the same show, right? Yeah, they're either, he was opening for them. Yeah, because remember he was blessing everybody's shit. <laughs> I just always remember that. He, he was had a song super, where he could just say that. Super like, high. Yeah. No, somebody offered him a joint. Oh, someone offered it to him. And he refused it. He's like, nah. He, w- he seemed out of it, though. Maybe yeah. it's just. Yeah. He's old. He's old. There you he go. He knows his limits. Yeah. He's like, no. he's already. <laughs> have some already. Good. Yeah. Good. 20 years ago, yeah. It was a good show, nonetheless. We've been doing another <laughs> Scott show. I feel like. He's like 20 years old now. Don't even give me a joint. It's just the good stuff. So what are your plans for the future besides the album? Well, really just getting these albums out and then, you know, trying to call up some friends and getting some shows. Uh, there's a bunch of bands we like here in the Bay Area uh, and some outside of the Bay Area that come through. And so it'd be nice to get more chances to open up for them. Um, so, yeah, more live shows. Maybe check out some labels and see who will have us. Um, what bands do you recommend we check out? Uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite bands, we've all gone yeah. to see them, they're called um, Dogcatcher, they're from San Jose, they come up here once in a while. Uh, in Oakland, there's Whisker Man and Cave Clove. Uh, just interesting bands, you know, that, that you know, they're, they're, they're sort of a creative vibe um, with those bands. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's all kinds of local bands. And wh- where do you meet these bands? We go see shows. Yeah, we're just we, constantly we, going out and seeing shows. We hit and, the pavement. You know, and we try to go to support as much. I mean, that's that's uh, that's 
you know, stick around for the whole show, see every band, you know. And, we try you know, to do that. Yeah. I'll be noticed I mean, a lot of people just leave after a while. Yeah, right. I mean, when I was when I was a kid playing music at Gilman, I mean, people would see my band opened up for like ten other bands yeah. on a Sunday, and there was a, you know, it's kind of like, you know, they taught me to have that kind of respect, right? Yeah. Not the shuffle in, shuffle out. Yeah. You know. Let's go to the bar down But, yeah, the I don't want to start preaching here, but... <laughs> yeah. Kids, no get preach. it together. Yeah. <laughs> I want to shake their hands and say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> to that awesome... Yeah, and it's not easy. I mean, nowadays, it's not easy to... No. I mean, everyone's feeling it, you know, with the... Yeah. Uh, God, I don't want to sound cliche and say industry or anything, but, no, but even the local yeah. scene, yeah. you know, it's so easy, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's so easy to get music on. Yeah. your laptop or whatever and i guess it just means more when people come out to see you yeah. you know it and just that around. it just means that much more people yeah. just don't really seem to be interested in shows that much anymore it's it's hard to compete with you know like online stuff like netflix right and it's hard to and we're seeing that firsthand in the mission because a lot of uh, venues yeah. are closing mm-hmm. down the submission i'm sure you guys have yeah. heard of that was around for a while downstairs place oh yes that's right yeah, yeah. is that that's gone that's, yeah that's gone, gone. Yeah. Oh, I was, I thought there's another say, oh, it's one. gonna open up again no, there's a new one, one though <laughs> called the chapel that one's pretty oh yeah cool. yeah we've we've heard yeah we've heard of that that one that one's kind of taking over there's some new ones there's another one that just opened up inside the regency social and then elbow room was like kind of oh really yeah looking for a new place because they can't yeah, stay there it's but there have been a lot of closures right yeah some of the I think Amish is hanging in there. Right now, the Uptown was probably the biggest one that is, we lost. Is that, yeah, is, that, that is that fantastic out there? That is fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hi, Pammy. Hey, Pam. <laughs> What's up? Pammy's always, my soul sister. Always happy to see her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now you can see us. It's a reunion. <laughs> Sorry, we keep it dark. Right. Pam, she was, they were talking about the good old days at, at Pirate Cat, the not-so-good-old days. I told him. It's much better now. I think so too. You did. You do such a great job. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And it's so clean in here. We can't I fucking know. believe it. What really? Happened? Have you met the mice yet? There's two mice living here. I've been We have not. They have not. Mrs. Jingles are doing all the. They've been the ones cleaning the toilet. It's good. So good. <laughs> lucky us. Less work that's for us. Mrs. Frisbee. That's even better, Miss Frisbee. That's even better. We should play Pammy a song. We should. Well, I was just going to say, I found you guys. um, I'm sure these are some of the older songs, but if you wanted to. Yeah, that's from the album. That's from the album uh, Station Change. Change. Station Change. From Spotify. Yeah. (laughs) Might as well play Station Change. What the hell? Yeah, all right. So why don't we play the title track? Um, If it's on here. Oh, yeah. You'll hear some area, you know, sounds of rapid transit. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we like, like to keep it locally. That, you know? on there. <laughs> With the <laughs> San Mateo bridges uh, and the bar. On awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Bartley. All right, station change <laughs> it is.
Okay, We're coming back to you. This is Dead Cat Hat Live in San Francisco's Mutiny Radio. This song's called Under the Moon. One, two. <laughs> First uh, record station change, and now there's another song we're working on. Uh, working on a new record right now. We don't, uh, we don't know what that record's called yet, but the song is called uh, "Take Me Home." Um. And it's gonna be our last song here tonight to uh, play for you, but we're enjoying ourselves. And so nice and cool in San Francisco. We live out in Benicia, where it feels like a desert half the time. Uh, so it's nice to be back in the city. The song's about San Francisco, and it goes like this: two, three. Take me home. Take me home. 
Francisco nights To wake you up with foggy delights With coffee and disco beats Let's find us something good to eat Take me home Take me home Take me home to my butterfly Pull me round And I'm solid Not what I used to be This isn't where I want to be Take me home Take me home Take me home to my butterfly We loved having you as well. In the house, and that just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. Thanks for having us, guys. Take care and talk to you soon. That was another great set by Dead Cat Hat, and you can find them on. I'm not sure if they said iTunes, but I think they're on um, the Reverb Nation, and they're easy to find once you Google them. So, Spotify is a good one. <laughs> That's the one that we use pretty often. So. Um, and we do pay to use it, even though the artist doesn't get that much from it. It's something. Yeah, but we do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we do the best we can. You know, we go to the shows, unlike probably most people our age. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we buy the t-shirts, we buy the merch, we, you know, we do the best that we can considering the circumstances. We're pretty much the working class of San Francisco. <laughs> Yeah, if that still exists. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that scary? Yeah. I'm actually scared by that statement. But um, anyways, we're going to play a couple more songs for you. I can't believe it's 7.30. Yeah. Where did the time go? I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> it was an interesting... In my pocket. Yeah, exactly. It's been an interesting evening. And uh, stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
Sorry, I didn't. I didn't know if that was just like a segue into another song. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. It's actually from a remix album that I listened to when I'm at the gym. Because one song kind of flows into the other. Yeah. It was like the first remix album that she released in 1987. Yeah. And she was kind of against it, to be honest with you. You know how like. You know, hip hop was kind of in like the yeah. beginning stages. DJ, the whole DJ thing was kind of in the beginning stages yeah. too. And she was kind of, I read an article or something online that was like, yeah, I'm kind of against this, but I'm gonna do it anyway because it's to see. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Well, she's the what do you call her? The mother of free invention. Oh, she yeah, the queen of pop. Would they, I do they call I her think, that? No, it's the mother of reinvention. Mother of reinvention. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> She's the queen of something. She's the mother of us all. <laughs> In her heart. In her heart. But anyways, so that was from, uh, it's called You Can Dance. And if you it has want some oh. remixes. And that was one of, I think that was a single, Spotlight. And before that was um, a band from the post-punk era, Maximum Joy, Let It Take You There. And I guess that, that particular song was from an album that was uh, remixed or whatever you want to call it by a producer named Adrian Sherwood who worked a lot with I guess a variety of post-punk bands he also worked with the Slits and um, some other similar artists back then Uh and before that was Ren DMC and before that was (laughs) Billy Idol because I feel like I don't have a a real playlist without him in it. <laughs> Do you have flashbacks to um, when you saw him? Yeah, every time I hear him now, I I think of his melted chest area. <laughs> yeah, he always takes off his shirt. I feel like that's everybody told me that. It's like, did he take off his shirt? And like, yeah, he did. Because apparently he does that at every show. <laughs> apparently, it's not a nice sight, but he still got it. He still got He's it. He's still there. And before that was Holly Cook. I didn't hear this song, so I'm sure it was in the playlist. Yeah, I, I played it. Uh-huh. Uh, Looking for Real Love. And I think I saw her last year. Mm-hmm. That was like a year ago. At uh, Leo's, right? At Leo's in Oakland. Yeah. Which is um, kind of not that far, but it's just one of those things that I probably wouldn't do now, but I'm glad I yeah. did at the time. And I did it once. <laughs> did it once. Um and before that was Bernard Sumner from Joy Division and New Order had a side project called Electronic. And that song was called Idiot Country. That was one of the best stories that I've heard recently about New Order. About his balls? About his balls. <laughs> At least he shaves them. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, the Kinks were before that. Tired of waiting for you. Actually, you want to know something weird about that? I never knew that that... I mean, I knew it was like, you know, a band from the 60s, but I never knew it was, it was their song. I always would hear it on the radio, and I'm like, oh, it's such a great song, but I never knew it was them. It's kind of different, right? It's not like your usual... I mean, it's, it's a, little a little more psychedelic. Yeah, not as, like, rough, right? Yeah, like, as punk it's a little rock. flowy. Um, that's another, you know, good one. And before that was uh, Jimi Hendrix, who I don't play enough of on the show. From you do not. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> Trying to change that. That's from the album Access, Bold as Love. And the song's called One Rainy Wish. And I'm pretty sure when I made this playlist, I think it was raining. I'm, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure of it. 
was one of those days. And I feel like the song choices are influenced by the weather because yeah. I feel like everything else I do is, and I'm totally a hippie pagan, yeah. I- influenced by the weather. Yeah. T- totally are you ready weird. for the blood moon tomorrow? The what? The super blood moon. The blood moon. Is that that's happening tomorrow? That's happening tomorrow. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> At sunset and sundown. Like, it's going to happen. Ah! Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll, tr- I'll try and find it. It's supposed <laughs> to be visible, but San Francisco I might don't really. not be. But you could also stream it live on, live on life.com because life is streaming it. I didn't know life Amazing. had a website. I Me mean, neither. I have has an official website. Yeah, it's called life.com. <laughs> life.com. <laughs> I didn't know this. I just read it on, on Facebook. <laughs> and then before Jimmy was the Yardbirds, I don't remember this either because there was a bunch of things happening earlier. Um, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. And before that was p- Public Image. That's so funny because we were talking, talking about, about that mm-hmm. from a self-titled album. It's actually called Album. Nice, of course. Uh, they're creative. And I, actually, they're playing a show. I'm not sure if I'm going to go. I, I might go because I'll be in town at uh, the chapel. That would be right. so weird. If you get a ticket, you have them. to tell me because I might, I might I want to go it's, with you. It's worth seeing I just want to see Johnny. Yeah. I mean, he's just, you know. The telly. Force of, <laughs> force of nature. Yeah. That's what I would say. But, um, God. Like and I, it's going to be, like, right in our faces. It's weird because I've seen him at a huge festival, and then I saw him at the Regency. And yeah. they were, I mean, they were both, you know, Pretty Sex big. Pistols and then yeah. Public Image. But that was just so weird to me, like, the chapel. Yeah. Shave balls. <laughs> so morbid. <Yeah. laughs> um, but that that's going to be interesting. And then before that was Amy Winehouse uh, from her infamous album, Back to Black. And you, are you just remembering? R.I.P. R.I.P. Queen. We saw, um, we saw Amy. the documentary. Yeah. That was pretty good. We cried. We were singing and everybody else was too old, so they left. Yeah, they, were they like, couldn't What's wrong sing with, with us. People? <laughs> Literally, they were probably, what, like in their 40s? How did people listen to Valerie and not sing along? That's how a does question. that happen? I don't, I don't know. They're a bunch of old fucks. Yeah, they were pretty old. Maybe because they've seen it all. Like, they've seen, you know, Kurt did it. And, you yeah, know, all these another other, one did they're, it. They're, ja- they're jaded. Another murder, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I, that's probably my favorite song from the album you know i'm no good i like just friends <laughs> i do it's I my favorite one i think because everybody us, has their favorite yeah there's like there's something really i mean there's something personal about all of her songs but all of us can kind of relate to more it. more to a, a certain to song. a certain song yeah, yeah. and it's pretty pretty amazing yeah but anyways we have a another comedy show coming up and um, we're really excited about that. Actually, we're we're booked up till December. We just found out. Yeah, tough so noogies, everybody. Really exciting. And you mm-hmm. want to find out more on our official website, mutinyradio.fm. I almost gave up the old address. <laughs> Remember when I used to, or maybe you weren't here, but I used to be like pirate cat, pirate cat, and we were all the pir- time. And we weren't pirate cat anymore. And I was like, you say pirate cat, which we are no more. We are mutiny radio. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's like we've kind of been at this good pace for a while now. Yeah. 
So I'm I'm really excited about what's going to be happening, and um, we're not going to be here next week. We're going to I need to break. take a breather, but we'll be back um, in October. And there's a couple things percolating there. Uh, there's one band that's going to be here in November, November seventh, and we'll see. We'll go from there. Fuck! It's going to be the end of the year. Don't. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! All right. We well. don't. We don't <laughs> Are we going to leave in that note? All right. We're going to leave on that note. All right. Actually, it's not the end of the year. It's just that's it's slowly, the end of the year. It's the end of the slowly world. approaching. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio, and uh, hope to speak to you soon. Why is that, man? Well, I'm asking you. 